0: Then President Moon says, you've come to the south, when can I come to the north? And Kim
1: Jong-un says, I went back into the north. Look at that. Almost as if they're erasing
0: the line. But they have some very difficult issues to discuss. Time for NK Now, getting you the latest out of Pyongyang. And joining us, the sole correspondent for NK News, Kim jong Min, on the line. Hello. Good morning, Henry. Good morning, Changmin. Let's start with Kim Jong Un over the weekend holding another Politburo meeting. What did he discuss?
1: Well, there were a lot of Politburo meetings right this year. It's a. It seems it's a general trend: less on-site guidance and more party meetings. Uh, at the Politburo, Kim Jong Un discussed plans for the upcoming eighth Party Congress and surrounding. Um, events slated for January 2021 which we do not know the exact date yet Uh, Kim Jong-un criticized the country's economic planners for quote-unquote not guiding their sector scientifically and are not overcoming the subjectivity and formalism their formalism is a term that's commonly used in North Korean state media to criticize officials who only carry out their work in a perfunctory way, and it's in
0: Korean. Mm-hmm. Uh, this 80 day battle currently ongoing, uh, there's a party congress up next. Uh, did they share any more details about that?
1: Well, uh, for the 80 day battle, more than 40 days now passed on that speed battle and the Politburo, uh, it seemed to focus more on the party congress in January. The Preparatory Committee for the Eighth Party Congress briefed Kim Jong-un on the status of preparations, but we do not know the details of how, um, the information that Kim Jong-un was briefed. Unlike um, many previous top official meetings led by Kim Jong-un this year, interestingly, COVID was not reportedly a subject on sun, uh, of Sunday's discussions, although we do not know um, the full details of what exactly the Politburo meeting discussed and did not report in state media
0: okay uh let's turn to this other uh, issue here as usual there's a lot of information uh, released uh, all at once uh, once the uh, intelligence committee has that session between the nis and, and the lawmakers uh, what were some of the interesting things that popped out to you
1: well according to the intelligence committee lawmakers that cited the nis first um it was usually hot tae young who said this kim jong-un um, and Pyongyang are responding to pending issues, quote unquote, irrationally these days, he said. Um, it's a bit unclear whether this was NIS wording or the lawmaker wording. Um, and the lawmaker cited a couple of examples that they heard from the NIS. First, they say that North Korea has banned fishing and salt production, concerned about seawater contaminated with COVID 19. Um, they also put a couple of um, very important regions under lockdown, um, starting early, uh, early November, such as Rason on November 5th, Danpo on November 6th, and also Pyongyang started November 20th, um, due to a smuggling incident in Hyesan, which is under lockdown, um, as well. And, uh, another big news that the lawmaker shared that hit the headline hard was that, um, they executed a big shot currency dealer after an abrupt drop of exchange rate. Um, it doesn't seem that this is something like a high level official or something, but it's um, someone who handles currency exchanges in uh, North Korea. Um, and they went on talking about how North Korea is executing officials, uh, has executed officials who did not stick to the quarantine measures as well. And this seemed to be. Um, corroborating the news before that some of the Shinichu customs officials were punished back in Mm. August.
0: Well, Those are always disturbing uh, reports uh, when they come out. Uh, There are some other reporting going on here in the South Korean media that North Korea plans to hold yet another military parade uh, in January. It would just be a few months after the uh, big one in October where they rolled out the uh, new ICBM. Is that true?
1: Uh, So this is another thing that the lawmakers said after meeting with the NIS. Um, The lawmakers claimed that uh, North Korea plans to hold a military parade in January to commemorate the party congress. And without citing solid evidence this time, um, this is not new, though, and Kim Byonggi, uh, lawmaker Kim Byonggi claimed this after a similar meeting early November, saying some of the equipment used for the October 10th parade were spotted left behind, and Pyongyang and some units seem to be under training. But, um, it seems it's uh, not a solid evidence yet, and mm-hmm. heads up for our listeners who are unfamiliar with how these headlines are made. Something like um, dot dot NIS, first, it's not always clear how NIS got the intelligence and how reliable they are, right. um, and these are not what the NIS said. It's what the lawmakers said after talking to NIS, and third, lawmakers make interpretation with intelligence when they brief collected number of reporters. So, as usual, we really need to um, uh, filter out some of the information that sounds um, that does not have enough evidence yet.
0: Right. It's a game of telephone. And unless we have security clearance to actually get the direct briefing from the NIS, exactly. right, uh, you have to take things with a grain of salt. Okay, a final story here. And this is something that's been reported in the news as well. Uh, South Korea is going to get 11.7 million some odd, uh, about 13 billion won back uh, that was originally used for aid with North Korea. Why does Seoul get the money back? So in July
1: 2019, Seoul donated more than 13 billion won to the World Food Program to prepare a rice distribution project for North Korea. And we know they do need it because there's an ongoing food insecurity in that country. And South Korea was also expected to follow up with more budget to buy uh, 50,000 tons of rice. But North Korea at that time rejected the offer. And afterwards, the budget to buy the rice was rolled over to the next year. Uh, But now, due to... Uh, some budget and regulation so we can't roll it for a second time to 2021
0: yeah it puts south korea in a tough position uh north korea has been pretty much uh fairly stubborn in continuously rejecting aid right
1: yeah and here a more recent context is that kim jong-un during the summer when the typhoons and floods devastated the north including the farmlands said that the country will resist foreign aid in a bid to keep its poor air tight and afterwards they kept a warning against foreign goods and opening up the border, um, which could, quote-unquote, kill their children. Um, so it's an ongoing thing, but we'll see, because Kim Jong-un, in the October 10th speech, did mention how he wishes to hold hands with South Korean compatriots again, um, which probably was read by Seoul largely as a positive signal, and... Uh, Kim Jong-un still not responding to Biden's win, which experts see as North Korea being cautious about making a rash, provocative move. Also, we have a relatively proactive unification minister now, e Young, has, um, and he has proposed giving North Korea COVID-19 support, along with other stuff, as well as um, opening trade headquarters in key border areas. And uh, I doubt we'll see any groundbreaking announcement from North Korea that they will accept aid or anything else for the next month but it depends on really how north korea calculates its cards to leverage both biden and moon for the
0: next couple of years all right very interesting indeed as always uh thank you very much and we'll talk to you again next week
1: thank you